This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the family with Officer Dave. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. And we'll be right back. Special guest coming up second segment, Rob Paulson, one of the big time voiceover guys of all time. We'll be right back. The news right after this. Walls Automotive Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. (laughs) So, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant I was telling Officer Dave the story about the wedding down in uh, Florida when I asked the uh, the chief wine steward, the sommelier down at this one hotel down there. It's beautiful. She said, I can't tell you whose wedding it is because you'd know their name. There are 600 people in attendance. And I said, really? This must be a little spendy. She goes, well, the dinner, the dinner is $600,000. So I've never been invited to a wedding wow. like that. I'd like to point that Holy out. Holy cow. Six hundred grand just for the food. 1000 bucks a piece. Oh. Yeah, baby. A little wine uh, pouring, you think? God, I picked the wrong damn job. Yeah, didn't we? <laughs> didn't we? It's true. Um, so basically, I'm looking at all these different uh, news sites. Andy, you got to change the clock. Thank you. Oh. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Even though we're not actually doing that anymore. But hey. Well, I just well, want yeah, to make sure we, we get our guests on, on time. Well, we can we tell do whatever we want. Segments? Something? 
That's well, the point is that segments don't have to be exactly 10 minutes. Well, no, they don't, but I just have to have the guest on time. Well, we know when 12.35 is, don't we? Oh, my God. It, it, See, Dad's got a radio brain. He's been doing radio That's for so long. That's the biggest so insult that I've ever gotten <laughs> in my life. No! Dad's got a radio brain. Radio no, brain. I'm just thinking of all the people I know in radio. It's like, oh, my God. That's euphemism. not what I meant. Please. I meant. I meant like you're used to sure, I mean, your commercial breaks have to be when your commercial breaks are and all that Everything kind of does stuff. need to be right on time or it does. Yeah, I've noticed yeah, ever true. since we started being more like on like radio clock time, mm -hmm. you've been more relaxed. When it was more freewheeling. You really couldn't deal with that too well. Yeah, freewheeling doesn't work for me too well. <laughs> I've been trained since I was, what, 14 yeah, years old or that's something? that's what I say. You're, you've been watching the clock for a long time. People so. tell me I have a cop's My wife tells me I have a cop's brain, even though she doesn't know what that's about. But yeah. I don't let people, don't like people behind me, don't like, yeah. you yeah. know, all that stuff. I'm like, no, it's true. Oh, well, I have sure. a cop brain too. There you go. Yeah, it's I remember when he was really young, he would be like... We we need to sit in the corner so we can see out. I'm like, what are you, the Godfather? What's that? Why why did you get this? I don't this? like people behind me. It's what weird. is that? It's, it's wise. That's what it is. Don't yeah, but you don't have PTSD behind. from it. Nobody well, was no. beating you up as a child. That's true. No, I tried, but he fought church, back. Church too. I sit in the back because it's like. Nope, I'll sit He's, back here. So I don't have any yeah, issues with that. that. Only thing I can't stand is people tailgating me in the car because I've been hit while on the highway mm, going yeah. 50, and it was a bad accident. It was I, not I, I, I was actually someone. working that day. I oh, really? That happen, yeah. Oh. Why do you rear-end someone going 50? Because she was going like 70 and not looking yeah. up. Yep. Oh, you're talking about the day you got hit? Yeah, yeah. and I, I, and I have day. been dealing yeah. with... Neck and shoulder problems ever since. She no could have used the 12 rules since. of attention. She sure could have. Was she really going 70? Oh, at least. I mean, at least. Well, yeah, I was. Man. I was going down a small hill, not a big hill. Yeah, and right I was. There at I was starting. Seven, right? Yeah, I was probably going 55, maybe 60, but I saw that the light was going to change, so I started kind of slowing down. You know, I don't like to screech up to the. Up to the light and slam like on my brakes. <laughs> uh, and I had cookies in the back seat for my cookie exchange okay, party that, that I was going was to. At Michelle's house, you can't yeah, have and I, cookies. Yeah, so I was just going down a small incline, and she came screaming over the hill, and I saw her coming. And I was like, okay, she's going to go. I mean, I just saw her just she smash into me. Yeah, not she was even doing looking. makeup or something. I don't 70 know. 70 miles an hour, she wasn't even She said looking. she wasn't on her phone. Because right. I remember I got out of the car, and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? And she's like, I wasn't on my phone, I promise. I'm like, why? I'm like, why did you hit me then? What, what was were that you the doing? the first thing out of your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when that happened, a cop called into the show, a Minneapolis cop called into the show and said, just uh, cleared an accident scene just minutes ago, and boy, did this pop into my head when I heard you say this, <laughs> because uh, a person rear-ended another person on 35W, uh, not only was she eating, she was putting on makeup oh, yeah. while wow. she was eating wow. and driving. It's like, what? Well, I, I'm, I'm going to be known doing? as the crazy lady in our neighborhood once again. I was the crazy lady in our old neighborhood because of all the uh, circle me. jerks and the nudists <laughs> over in the park. Yeah, that's true. You know, that I, I was complaining. That anymore. And everybody's like, I've never seen it. I'm like, well, I'm not hallucinating circle <laughs> jerks. No. Am I? Oh, uh, boy. <laughs>
Well, just because they hollered out, kill the rich to you. Yeah, you know, that, that kind of stuff. So anyway, so now we've got a problem with speeders on our road oh, that I take the dog yeah. for a walk. It's posted 30. Mm-hmm. The the stop signs are not are they're sorry not stop signs the speeding speed signs speed mm-hmm. limit signs aren't where they should be. No, there are none down there. No, it's a it's a mess, and some people it are is. going fifties. I mean, yeah, if you true. step off the ro- curb at the wrong time, you're going to get hit. Mm, yeah, There's no, no question about it. It's bad. It's not good. So I I'm waving at everybody, <laughs> and it's so funny because and, and people are like, some people stop. What are you waving at me for? And I said, just showing you that I'm here because we have a big problem yep. with speeders here. What are you waving at? And, some, me for? and like, a lot of people wave and they smile. Uh-huh. They're like, oh my God, she's smiling. Oh, I mean, they're like all happy. happy. <laughs> some people take it as this huge insult. Some people just oh like wave, God. like, what the hell? Or she, maybe she's slow. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's just pretty interesting. So I'm like, just raising awareness that there are people here. So they take it the way that's best for them. Absolutely. Yeah. That's how it works. One, one woman argued me, with me because she was only going 35. And I'm like, well, it's 30. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm here with you 35. <laughs> and I, I'm like, I just was waving just so, so you could see me because there's a curve yeah, in the exactly. road. And the way that they've got the lines painted, mm-hmm. there's this white line that goes, it goes from a big parking sort of area Right into the sidewalk, so people follow that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right off the curb. Yeah, and if they're going fifty, oh, and you're standing right there, it's kind of scary. The dog flinches a oh, lot of times because they're going so Judy. fast. So anyway, that's my rant. Oh, I, if I'm working on an accident scene, I generally stand right in the middle of the street. Oh, just to you slow everybody be down. Careful, just to slow everybody down. Well, somebody's going to be putting on makeup. Yeah, yeah. looking you know at what? their I'll phone and they're going to hit their you. Car yeah. than they'll do to me. Have you ever seen this? <laughs> you ever seen that scene where Superman gets hit by a car and the car goes like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of peels back a little bit. I, I, I've been known to stare at people occasionally as they go by, and they're like, "Oh," because you know I'm so small and. Well, we're not very far from an era. Where every car is going to have the ability to read the current speed limit That's and report back if you're going well over it. That's very it's true. It's going to happen. That's the, good. The I, Teslas now, yep. those self-driving cars, they will. You can override the speed, but they, you know, even GPS tells you exactly yep. how fast you're going. We already have the technology. I had a car the question that did is. That. Well, so what's going to happen is someone's going to put it in their car where if you go over the speed limit, it, it reports it to your insurance or the police Ooh, or whatever. I like it. But I it's like going it to go lot. to the Supreme Court, and that's what's going to decide whether or not it stays. Well, because probably. it could be argued as, you know, an invasion of – it's like those uh, red light cameras. You know, in some jurisdictions, they're not legal. In Minnesota, they're not. Minnesota, yep. they're not legal. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Because invasion just, of privacy, I think. Yep. Because they were they – were, because the camera would see the car, and they would take the license plate, but it didn't take into account who was driving. So mm. if you were loaning your car to somebody and they were speeding, you would be getting the ticket because it was your yeah. car, yeah, and you, you might not right, have been no. actually speeding. I have a question. But How? I'd be like, I know who I loaned my car to. Well, I mean, yeah. modern cameras can see who's driving the car, that's for sure. Well... I don't think the cameras were all that great. Well, it's like this maybe was, this it's was time early '90s. So yeah, and if, and if you're screaming through a stop, you, yeah, you know. But no, a modern camera, yeah, no problem. Yeah. They could totally see. You. So maybe it's time to revisit the law. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I have a question. Hmm. Why do you have a right to privacy on a public road? 
Yeah, you don't have any right to pri- privacy on you your don't. own telephone. No. You don't have no, right to privacy on the internet, right. your emails. Why do you have? <laughs> yeah, it's it was it was more the, the the technology at the time did not could not verify who the driver was. Yeah, right. That was the yeah, biggest. I one. could see that. Yeah. And nowadays, with you know, the car makers are gonna, you know, like we were just talking with the automatic cars, the automatic braking, and all the other stuff. It won't be long, and they'll be like, yeah, like Andy says, reporting it to your insurance company or to the police. Yeah, that make it runs thing. a lot easier. I think that's a yeah, that's right, absolutely. Yep. I think it's a great idea. Well, all you'd have to do is do it. say that your car was just wrong. Yeah. Who's going to be able to yeah. prove it? As we as the technology grows, it will become a lot easier to say that's a bunch of hooey. Yeah. How much is that right. going to cost to hire a little high school hacker to get in there and change that around? <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. A high school hacker. That's true. They're the ones who know all this stuff. Yeah, Thank probably God. cars are going to be, you know, that kind of thing will be easy to hack, I'm guessing. Yeah, all they have to do is encrypt it properly. Hmm. 256-bit encryption, It's you can't do anything about that. Oh, I thought these days anybody could hack anything. No, hacking is more difficult than it has ever been. And it's getting harder every day. I guess that's good. People are learning how to... Well, back then, people would just, like... They'd have passwords that just, like, were stored as text files, where if you got into the server, you could see everyone's information. And it's strange that it never occurred to people to maybe just, like, put a little bit of encryption on there. You know, just like... uh, You can... Like a cipher kind of thing. Oh, I suppose nobody could figure out how many people were evil hackers. That's, I suppose there is that. Yeah. When they made the first computers, they weren't thinking maybe people are going to be awful. But <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But that's, that's what you get for trusting people. Yeah, that's yeah. It. that is what Big you get. Big mistakes. Big mistakes. Yeah. We got to take a break. Be right back. Rob Paulson will join us in just a couple of minutes with the family. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, fit me for my very own my pillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. Made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time. Because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more, by the way. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best Christmas gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium my pillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard with the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who just so happens to be a very good friend of mine. If you're trying to get me to give you some shots on the golf course next time, it's not going to work, Tom. Well, it was worth a shot. So, from refinancing your home to small business loans or just a new checking account, you are a locally owned community bank. So what does that mean to folks listening, Michael? 
We take pride in individually crafted and customized solutions for your business with quick response times to all our customers, Tom. If you're tired of talking to pre-recorded voices and the wait times that can be forever, we answer the phone in Roseville, Edina, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. Plus, if it's important for your banker to know who you are, that's us, because we're your neighbor. So you're easy to find in a place people can trust. I learned that from personal experience, you know. Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine. Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Rebel, rebel, is that the plan? Ladies and gentlemen, Hulu just announced a November 20th air date, of course, just a few days ago, for Spielberg's Animaniacs. The show was introduced to millennials 30 years ago. Uh, will return with the original cast, including Rob voicing Yako, one of the Warner siblings who lives in the Water Tower on Warner Brothers' lot. Rob Paulson, our special guest. How you doing, Rob? Hello, Tom. I'm living a dream. I'm a blue-collar worker in the Dream Factory, baby. I'm proud to be such. A blue-collar worker <laughs> in the Dream Factory, baby. Rob, where are yeah. you from originally? I'm from Detroit. I'm from Motown. Just a kind of a... Across the lake a little bit and down, or you go up to the Iron Country and cut across and then down. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, pure Michigan, as they say. I've been in LA for 42 years and love my uh, uh, state that adopted me all those years ago, and it's given me everything. But uh, I am a uh, uh, Michigander, you know, through and through, and a big Red Wings fan. Well, uh, I don't even I, bring I, up the hockey. Can't wait to go. With all, due respect, <laughs> with all due respect to the Wild, I got to say, do you know that? I am such a fan that to this day, if I nick myself playing hockey, I bleed red. It's incredible. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unbelievable, Rob. Yep. Rob, I have a question for you. Did you ever work in, in Chicago Please. in the 70s? Um, I never did. I worked, no, I, well, I might have if I did, maybe I was in a rock and I was in an itinerant band that did a lot of club dates, but I don't think so. I moved to L.A. in 1978. Uh, full time. So, no, and I've gone to Chicago since and worked dozens of times, but no, I don't think so. No, I was just wondering because I, I I thought I may have worked with you at some point. Maybe it was in Los Angeles. I I did voiceover from 1977 till about 2010, something like that. So, well, you know, honestly, Tom, I I did go to New York. I'm sorry, Chicago to record a bunch of stuff for. Um, Domino's. I was the spokes voice, you know, voiceover guy for Domino's. That would have been in the mid-80s. And I remember going to Chicago. I forgot the name of the studio, but I went there for two, sort of two or three day sessions to do a whole bunch of spots. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that is po- totally possible. Yeah. And of course, I I go to New York all the time and do jingles and L.A. jingles, but yeah, I did go to Chicago in the mid-80s to do a pile of stuff for um, Domino's and Doritos, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But in any case, it it is absolutely possible. No, the reason I brought that, because I'm pretty sure you and I worked together, because I did a couple of things there, because I used to, I was the voice of McDonald's forever, you know, did all this difference. I'm pretty sure you and I worked together before, had a great time doing it in uh, 1986, my lovely wife called me and said, uh, "I'm gonna." Have, we were living in New York at the time. She was in Minnesota. I was in yeah. New York. She called me and said, "We're gonna have a baby." And I went, "Well, 
I can't raise a baby at 20th Street and 2nd Avenue in New York. So I came oh, back yeah. and started doing radio here in 1986. But then I would still travel to New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago to cut commercials. Sure. It was a great well, business for all that, that time. I'll tell you. Yeah, and I, I find myself, um, especially this time of year, man, well, COVID notwithstanding, yeah. football, you know, obviously going to, I mean, you guys, Michigan plays you guys in a little brown jug game all the time. But, yep. Um, the Gophers, but I, I uh, there are very few places as beautiful as Minnesota, Wisconsin, northern Michigan. Yep. Um, and this time of year, man, I'm telling you, I... I'm looking at the last, you know, the, the, the third act of my life. The opportunity with all this technology to think, you know what? Maybe I could go and figure out a way to live in Traverse City or Petoskey. What a great place to, <laughs> right. to, you know, wrap it up. No, I understand that completely. One of the great things when I, when I did used to work in L.A., flying, checking in there, Buzz's studio, um... I used to run into everybody from... One, one of my favorite stories, Rob, and I do want to talk a lot about Animaniacs, obviously, but one of my favorite things is I was walking into the studio to cut some commercials. They had that, Buzz used to have that long, narrow hallway, and I'm walking in the hallway, sure. and Mel Blank came out of one of the studios. How about that? And I said, oh, Mr. Blank. And he goes, yeah, kid, I know. It's great to meet me. <laughs> 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 the greatest. Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I was just over there. Um, I'll run Melrose and our buddy Larry that used to own sure. run that place. You know, he passed away a number of years ago. But yep. Andy and Larry and that whole group, I, they've been, I've worked a hundred times with Buzzies. Um, I have a Mel Blanc story, too, and I've heard that very same one. But, uh, <laughs> I did it to everybody? Good. I'm glad he did no, it to everybody. Well, check this out. I was working with him on a cartoon, um, a Jetsons. <laughs> project sure. in which he played, you know, on the original Jetsons, he played uh, Mr. Spacely. Of course, this, pretty much all he had to say was, Jetson! You know? <laughs> um, but it. I walked into the studio, and the late, great Gordon Hunt, who was one of my mentors, and uh, Helen Hunt's father, and sure. also a wonderful uh, director and, and excellent um, acting coach. Um, but um, uh, Gordon said, hey, Robbie, um, Mel's here today. You want to sit next to him? I said, of course. Sure. So I sit next to Mel Blank, who's probably 78 at the time. And, you know, um, it didn't matter as soon as he opened his mouth, okay? So I sat next to him and I said, Mr. Blank, like everyone with a pulse, I'm such a fan. If it's not too much trouble, and before I could get out of my mouth, he looks at me and says, Yeah, what's up, Doc? And I <laughs> lost my mind. I lost my mind, you guys. It was it was uh, like uh, sort of mini apocalyptic in my <laughs> right. 29-year-old head. Um, and and I, at that moment, I, I was able to see firsthand, you know, the, the power of that voice. That oh, character. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it didn't matter that, he, you know, he, he didn't have to say, Duck season, wabbit season, fire! That <laughs> <laughs> was fun, really funny. And it, it, it took me immediately back to Livonia watching Looney Tunes with my siblings and my folks eating Cocoa Krispies. I mean, it was, oh, God, it was nothing it. short of astonishing. Well, and to this day, I still, uh, to this day, um, uh, I still get goosebumps telling that story. And it was 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. Well, Incredible. So, 
Our, our, our son Andy is here, and he's what? How old are you? 32, 33? Yeah, born 1986. <laughs> so 34, honey. So, 34. Okay, I'm too. That's great. My wife is here. I'm too young to have a 34-year-old son. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> so anyway, he, as soon as he saw your name, he was like, "Oh yeah, he, he's going to be on, yeah. really?" Because he was a well, huge fan of M- mutant Ninja you. Turtles. Yep. Oh my God. Well, that means a lot. My my son is the same age, and as you can imagine, he brought up turtles. I got to tell you. Oh folks, yeah. Um, uh, it was for my son Andy. Both. Uh, oh. I, I'm speaking on his behalf, but I got to tell you. When your old man is Raphael and you're eight, yep. it's pretty cool. Oh, um, yeah. I bet. You must have been the cool even dad. cooler for me. I, I used to feel really badly for um, the other parents at career day because <laughs> my kid would say, hey, daddy, um, you know, I'm in, uh, my third grade teacher says it's, you know, career day. Can you come in? Sure, buddy, I'll come in. Um, uh, you know, the, it would say, okay, kids, uh, this is Lauren's father. He is a mortgage banker, and he's going to discuss how he makes a living. Mm. This is Jason's uh, mom, and she is an attorney, uh, and she's going to discuss. Here's Ash's dad. He's Raphael! (laughs) (laughs) I felt so bad. Because the other parents looked at me, and if looks could have killed, all those folks would have been in jail for life. Isn't that a great story? Uh, and, and it, but it was great. And, and now he's married, and, you know, um, he's in the video game business, and we do our own podcast together. It's so much fun. But I must say, um, when, when I now get to, you know, again, when COVID con isn't taking over the, 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 the world, um, the opportunity to travel around the world and meet people our age, folks, who bring um, their child and now their grandchild and three generations mm. say oh my god mr paulson i brought every damn action figure <laughs> here's my kid he's 34 35 and now their kids and all of us love ninja turtles because we connect with it and and there's this constant sort of turtle dna i've gotten two cracks at it it is a remarkable franchise um and and it, all it does ultimately is bring Desperate amounts of joy to people, and I—I yeah. I won the lottery, kids. I'm telling you. Yep. Yeah, I understand that completely, Rob. By the way, Rob's book, Rob's memoir, is called Voice Lessons. You should definitely read it. It's a fantastic. Thank book. you, Rob. Do you do you by any chance have a few more minutes, or do you have to get going? Oh sure, fire away. I'm I'm just waiting for my parole officer to call and. <laughs> They're on New York time, so. Okay, well, we're just going to take a very quick break and come right back. If you got 10 more minutes, we'd love to continue to talk Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Rob right, Paulson. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, this 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. 
Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. are back ladies and gentlemen <laughs> um we were just reminiscing about oh, something so many so many thank you yeah the Rob, mutant ninja turtle thing oh my god it was such a huge era huge in our, our lives kids, yeah, and, and, something? I, yeah. I, I, I thank you for saying that and i i often say when i do live performances and um we're doing, we do we take the music of animaniacs on the road under normal circumstances and of course the audience is delightful. The, the, the breadth of which goes to sort of 10 years old to 70. It's just remarkable because they want to come and hear this great music and all these wonderful characters. And so my partner, Randy Rogel, who wrote most of the songs you guys uh, grew up watching and listening to on Animaniacs and writing songs for the new series, you know, likes to poke through the stick and say, hey, Raphael and Donatello. So I always uh, tell people, uh, please, uh, parents, thank you so much. Uh, for buying all those action figures, because as a result of your largesse, my child's teeth are straight today. Um, <laughs> it, is, uh, it is not hyperbole, you know. Um, it's a big deal, and I um, that that franchise uh, is really fascinating for many reasons. Not the least of which, folks, is that um, it has inspired so many young creators, young artists to to literally follow their passion and their dreams. And um, one of the creators, Kevin Eastman, is a dear friend. And um, we have this conversation once a year, usually at Comic-Con in San Diego. And, of course, the general first question is, Kev, great to see you. Can you believe dot, 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 dot? And now I think it's 35 years since we did the first pilot. Really? Um, for the yep. animated show. Yeah, it is. Um, yep. Billion with a B in merchandise. Oh, Whoa. and yeah. we only contributed one billion to that. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, Mr. And Mrs. Mr. And Mrs. Bernard, you know, six billion dollars. It takes you people five months, five years to make that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, Rob, I got to tell you uh, very quickly. You caused a fight between my son and my wife. Not a fight. It was, you just called him an a-hole. So well, he was a little a-hole. I was a little a-hole. You gotta a hear this, Rob. Because this right. is about okay. you. Right. This so, is about you, okay, right? So, I mean, so Andy's, Andy's in preschool kindergarten yeah. age, and um, okay. he's got the Mutant Ninja Turtle sheets, and the Mutant Turtle light-up shoes, mm -hmm. and the outfits, and the quilt. Yeah, the and NES the, game, of course. And the game. Mm -hmm. uh, of yeah. course. So we're just saturated in Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff. So for his birthday, I send a Mutant Ninja Turtle guy to the preschool for a little party for his birthday. In costume. Yep, in costume. In yep. costume. Okay. So, wow. So I go there to make sure and I bring the cake and everybody's, and I'm like, oh, he's going to be so excited. He's just going to be, this is going to be great. <laughs> All the other little kids are like jumping up and down and they're so excited to meet. I don't remember which one it was, which Mutant Ninja it Turtle was it was. It was Donatello. Might have been Donatello. I have no idea. Okay. Um, but anyway, Andy, Andy is standing in the corner like, meh. 
I'm like, what's wrong with you? He's like, that's not a real mutant ninja turtle. <laughs> not the real deal. Bro. I'm like, you ungrateful little bastard. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Andy, come over here. Your, your mom, your sweet mom wants to practice her ninja skills on your... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh. I'm well aware of what an ingrate I was that day. I was like, what a little <laughs> like, shit. I love that story. <laughs> Hey, Andy, Andy, put on your shredder costume so Mom can kick the hell out of you. Yes. God, I was I mad. No, I, listen, I, I, I totally get it. And I have a couple of um, people I've gotten to know uh, over the years, you know, who a lot of whom were, uh, you know, Disney, in Disney walk-around characters. Mm-hmm. They would uh, graduate, if you will, to a turtle character. And um, I remember for uh, my, my son's, I think it was his or 60 birthday I don't know my I, I had a friend of a friend of a friend who could get me an authentic Ninja Turtle walk around character oh. okay. mm-hmm. so I said well I'll you know I'll get a hold of it I didn't have to pay for it I'm gonna put it on Jesus Christ forgive me but <laughs> it was like being in a giant petri dish yeah. oh, I hear they're not fun to wear <laughs> I put that stupid Raphael hat on and I thought oh my god you kids deserve a stunt fee. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweaty, stinky, oh. and, you know, God knows how many kids have thrown up on it. <laughs> um, it was, no, it was great. But, but I got to say, um, you know what, you guys, and, and what we're doing right now, and I, I know I'm preaching to the choir, because uh, my son is a fan, and, and my son and I are both fans of, of all sorts of pop culture things. things. And, and um, I have friends who get to do this work. I mean, I, I know Bart and Homer and Marge. Yeah. I know um, the brain. I know Batman. I know the Joker. I know all these people. <laughs> I know Mickey Mouse. I, you know, I know Darkwing Duck. And they're the nicest, most grateful, stupid, freaking talented humans <laughs> you ever, ever meet. And, and they're still doing it at the highest level and now we're doing it with the King of Hollywood, who's 10 years older than I am. And Mr. Spielberg calls and says, hey, I think we got an, an audience for Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain if you want to do it again. Yeah. But by the way, Hulu and Netflix and Amazon, um, Apple, to whom Mr. Spielberg in person went to pitch this show. Oh, um, yeah. Just so you know, folks, whoever's going to buy this... Um, Trust Jeff Maurice and Rob are in. It's not about having Liam Neeson be uh, the brain. It's about the authenticity of these characters. Mm. What an incredible thrill. And I don't even know how to wrap my head around the, the, the compliment that a gentleman like Mr. Spielberg would say, not only am I going to go to the pitch, oh, and I'm, gonna, I'm hands-on, but we're not doing it unless these actors want to do it. Are you kidding me? It's yep. just a remarkable experience. That is a wonderful... Rob, I'm telling you, it's just so great uh, having you on the show. Andy saw Thank your you. name. Andy saw your name and was like, oh, my God, we're having Rob Paulson on. He's been a fan oh. since day one. Well, like I said, you know, born 86, you know, I, I've been listening to your voice without knowing it most of the time for basically <laughs> my whole life. Yep. And I think a, a direct consequence of that is I've always had more of an affinity for voice actors than... You know, Thank like you. stage actors or TV actors or whatever. That's true. So yeah, that's true. you're talking about meeting Mel Blanc. You know, you have one yeah. of those voices where it's like, okay, so 
that's I can point out that's Tom Kenny, oh. that's Tress McNeil, you know, that's Rob Paulson. Thank you. Well, that means more than you know, Andy. Honestly, um, and the truth is, um, you know, you guys all know, especially because the old man's and you know we're peers. We're in the same gig, and virtually, you know, and and when you get to a place where you've gotten to do something that you don't tell anyone, would do for free, because it just makes your soul happy. And don't get me wrong, I've been rich and I've been poor, and rich is way better. <laughs> however, you know, it is, yeah. Right? How, however, the, 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 uh, the joy that I can hear both in your mom and dad and your voice with respect to these characters that have become utterly iconic and I'm good at my job, but I don't draw them, and I don't like them. I, I, I understand, having had the experience with Mel Blanc, how that hits you, and mm-hmm. how it hits me in my, in my heart and in my ear. However, we've gotten to a place now where I am, am, have so many wonderful opportunities to meet people who tell me the extent to which these characters mean stuff to them, and now they're children. Often, they tell this to me, through tears, because they'll say, Mr. Paulson, you don't know this, but uh, I'm 40 now, using my kids and my wife, but, and they'll take a breath and sort of swallow and say, I was a foster child. I, from from the time that I was six months old, I went from home to home to home. All of these people did their best to love me. And this is, this is not hyperbole, and it's happened dozens of times to me. And they'll say, as long as there was a television, I was okay. Raphael, Donatello, etc., Pink in the Brain, you know, all of those characters were there. And I could figure out when the child life specialist said, "Um, hey, Danny, I'm sorry, but yeah, I know, it's time to move. Mm -hmm. And, and right, I never had to deal with that with my child, nor, thank God, my child but to see that and then to say but here i am this is my little boy and my little girl and this is my wife and we are all wearing our ninja t-shirts and i drove from iowa to omaha to tell you and your buddies dot 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 again i say are you kidding me how on earth does rob paulson from grand blank michigan wrap his head around that And that's how I know how special these characters are. It is way bigger than a paycheck, way bigger than an action figure or a rating point. It is a deep expression of joy and love and gratitude, the most uh, grateful of whom at the receiving end is me. So, man, I I get it, and I am so grateful to have this opportunity, and I'm going to do it until they punch my freaking ticket. I don't blame them. (laughs) By the way, Andy just asked if you could come back on the show every day, Rob. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, now is the time to talk about the money part of it. <laughs> yeah, there you go, baby. How does zero yeah. sound? <laughs> I can say, uh, yeah, I told the guy, I think, listen, Andy, I was born at night, but not last night. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Paulson's book is called Voice Lessons. You should absolutely read it. Hulu just announced November. Air date for Spielberg's Animaniacs return. Rob Paulson, you are a brilliant guest, young man. I tell you what, what a ball having you on. Well, thank you, Tom. And and, uh, I'm sorry, madam, what is your name? Catherine. Catherine. 
Catherine. Yes. Well, first of all, I, 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 you guys were married for 100 years like my wife and me, and I learned very <laughs> early, probably like you, Tom, that my wife's three favorite words are not, I love you. They are, no problem, honey. Once yep. I figured that out, my life would take. You know, I, if, if I would, she straightened me out for the first time when I wanted, I'm a sports car guy. And I, yes. I came home and she had, uh, had some curtains made. And I said, wow, those are great. She said, yeah, they ought to be. Um, they're uh, quite expensive, you know, $100 a yard or something like that. And I said, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what? <laughs> For curtains? Okay, okay. So she reeled me in. And I said, honey, seriously, for curtains? And she said, well, excuse the hell out of me, Mr. Porsche. <laughs> now, how much does that jet fuel cost for your race car? <laughs> right? Okay. So, at that moment, the next three words out of my mouth were, no problem. <laughs> I learned my lesson. And to this day, when it's time to get a new car, she'll say, oh. By the way, I really like that light because I, you know, I'm a real photographer. Mm-hmm. Gulp, no problem, honey. And there you go. So that is it. Thank you very much, folks, for lowering your journalistic standards once again for Yak and Pinky and the rest of us. And, <laughs> um, Andy as Carl Weezer, don't forget to finish your croissant, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Rob Paulson, no ladies problem, and gentlemen. Carl. Thank you, Rob. We're gonna, we're Thanks, guys. we got to have you on again. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Rob Paulson. Andy, now let me ask you a question. I want to ask you this on the air, though. So what's that like for your whole life? You know this guy's voice, and now he knows who you are. Does that feel weird? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because my whole life you've been introducing me. You'll you'll say, like, you know, oh, this is the, I don't know, this is the guy who owns some massive company or this is some famous actor. Right. And I'd always be like, oh, okay, whatever. (laughs) Once again, underwhelmed. But then I get, you know, you get the voice of Yakko Warner on, and that's, like, a big deal to me. It's, It's all very strange how relative everything is it is that is very but that's it's you know it's how you grew up like i said you know from day one of my life i was hearing his voice because you know teenage mutant ninja turtles that debuted 87 i debuted 86 so (laughs) you debuted and then but since then yeah he's he went from teenage mutant ninja turtles animaniacs he was on dexter's laboratory uh, he was on Jimmy Neutron. Let's see, Goof Troop, Darkwing Duck, Chip and Dale, oh, everything. Johnny uh, Bravo. Yeah, you watched all of it. He, yeah, I he, think. I've probably watched like fifty different shows with him on it. So it's like I said, it's like how you know he met Mel Blanc. He was listening to Mel Blanc his whole life. But yeah. it's also interesting that you would even pick up on who <laughs> it was doing the voices. Because I mean, I, when I was watching cartoons as a kid, I don't remember caring at all about who was doing the For voiceover. Some reason, Probably because your just, dad was in the business. Well, maybe. You, you I don't know. Ask Melissa. We'll be playing a game or watching some show or something and I'll be like, oh yeah, uh, that's Jim Cummings right there. And then she'll yeah. be like, how the hell do you know that? And I just I don't know. But just, you, hear, you hear a voice enough, and it yeah, it ticks in your head. You know, it's yeah, it's true. It's yeah. just and you, whatever variation they put on it. You know, I have to be a little good with picking up on inflections and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Rob so, does yeah. have one of those voices, the very unique voice, yeah. where does. you can pick it out too. That helps. That was a thrill of a show today. I love doing the show today. It was great having you in, Officer Dave. Thank I you for having being me. here. 
Rob Paulson could have been nice. The whole, the last five minutes of that interview, all I did was picture in my mind, you dressed up as Raphael or Donatello, I don't remember which one it was, when it was snowing three feet yep. in 1991. I I got married a week after that, bad mm-hmm. boy. Oh, yeah. 1981, watching him run up these really snowy driveways <laughs> as a mutant ninja turtle. Yep. I will never forget Turtles that. on the half shell. Mm-hmm. Turtles <laughs> on the half shell. <laughs> I have kids. I, I know all those songs, too. Uh, yeah, we have a picture of you in Disney wonderful. World. With with the uh, mutant ninja yeah. turtles, all of them I think were yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, I was like mutant ninja turtles, and they were going to go on break. I'm like, please, <laughs> yeah. please, let this kid see you. Was that when I was <laughs> young enough not to know the difference between a guy in a costume and a. No, I, I think you. I, I think you were a tiny. I think you were a little bit older. I was old and, enough to know that it's like. Nice yeah, to, you didn't think that he, they were actually mutant ninja well, turtles, yeah. but it was. It was still to see the actual costumes in Disney World. You have to wonder what I was like. Was I expecting the cartoon to come into the door? I. Well, I, never I have to say the actor's <laughs> costume wasn't that fantastic. wasn't fabulous. Uh, because they can't, yeah. they couldn't license those. They oh, can't, they couldn't yeah. get them. Right. So they were yep. like doing a version, oh. which wasn't. Most kids were very excited, but yeah. well, of because course. I remember being young enough to think that the cartoon dinosaurs in Land Before Time, I was like, I wonder how they get them to move like that. They must be animatronic. The cartoons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, I remember being young enough to not really understand that the difference well, between the reality right, and yeah. fiction. Right. Yeah, but, but you were born blasé. I'm sorry to say. You were born a bit blasé. Thank you again to our guests today. Great guests, both guests today. Fantastic job, and Andy got to talk to Phil Proctor too. Phil doing the. Uh, them work himself yeah they actually worked on uh, monkey island together rob yep. and phil oh, yeah they did really? absolutely mm-hmm. that's gonna do it we'll talk to you tomorrow one more show before thanksgiving uh and i'm glad we didn't take this week off because that was well worth an entire year of broadcast that was great that was really yeah, those fun. were definitely a couple of good guests mo definitely who are we gonna have on tomorrow we're we gonna have on like uh well, Dan Castellaneta or something? Yeah. Uh, you're doing car selling secrets tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know for sure if he can make it. Maybe. If he can yeah, make well, it, I guess. I'll we'll try. Know. All right. We'll talk to you later with the family.